0: We are what we repeatedly do, Aristotle. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast, guys. And as we've been doing over the past uh, few days, or more than few days, we continue on our book uh, book review journey. And uh, I thought to say the importance of uh, this book review, you know, is to bring to light the books that you can uh, read and, uh, you know, practice uh, the lessons shared in them uh, to increase your productivity, you know, culture habits that help you, you know, improve and increase your productivity and also help you attain success in life and business. And today we are going to be um, doing the review on The Power of Habits by Charles Dewey why we do what we do in life and uh, business you know it is estimated that more than 40 percent of our daily actions are governed by habits you know we may not be aware of it but uh, habits control a big part of our lives and uh, you know first of all what are habits and to put it in simple terms habits are actions we do repeatedly or chains of thoughts you know we have or decisions we take without really thinking about them for example when we get uh, when we wake up in the morning we get out of bed we go to the bathroom we check our phone or the route we drive to go to work you know and uh, you know when we stop by the bakery after work to get that you know that loaf of bread that you like a lot or the type of food we choose at the restaurant or each time uh, we drink excessively when we are depressed or our way of thinking and the choices we make when faced with a particular event or circumstance and so on and as you can see there are many things that we do every day just from habits you know habits function like being on autopilot you know where it's like we are performing automatic functions uh, through habits it's a way for us to save energy and time you know it's a a brain's way of conserving energy you know the energy to start making uh, fresh decisions so uh, our brain uh, forms habits uh, from the things that we do repeatedly so we just do them on autopilot so habits have a profound effect on our personal and uh, our professional life while some habits have a positive effect other habits have negative effects and uh, the book power of habits by charles duig is one great book that i read a couple of years back and uh, you know i learned a lot from that i practiced and uh, you know opened me to the way habits work and why we do the things we do in life and uh, business likewise and uh it dives into all aspects of habits you know at the individual organization and society levels and uh shares and gives many stories to really help us understand how habits come into play in uh, all these levels and the impact of uh, our habits and uh how we can change bad habits and create new positive habits in life in business and uh in the society as well so um i'm going to be sharing uh, some main takeaways from the book and how we can use the power of habit to work for us in the best way and just like i've been saying uh the review is in no way uh, a total cover of all the lessons from the book but just an introduction to the th- wisdom and uh you know the lessons shared in the book to help you decide if it's worth your time and trust me it does and uh, you want to pick up a copy of power of habits by charles Duick. and. Um, delving into uh, the main takeaways. Habits have a a powerful effect on our lives and uh, you have to identify the positive ones and also identify the negative ones. Uh, Jim Rohn says failure comes from small errors repeated every day and success comes from small disciplines, practice, every day and uh, you know habits have a uh, they have both a compound and ripple effect and Dewey uh, gives the example of Lisa Allen who was overweight in debt and could not keep a job for more than a year at the time and who took the decision to stop smoking because she wanted to trek in the desert in Egypt. Four years after she quit, she lost 60 pounds, ran a marathon bought a home, started a master's degree and had a job in graphic design for almost four years. In this story, we can see both the compound effect and also the ripple effect of habits and uh, you know talking about compound effects the longer you keep the habits of uh, smoking the more health problem uh, you are going to have over time and inversely the less time you you smoke the less health problems you are going to have in the future and ripple effects uh, also you know when you set up a new habit or you change an existing habit you know it can create a chain of new habits in other areas of uh, your life and uh, the decision to quit smoking impacted many aspects of lisa's life you know it uh, led her to replace smoking with jogging which in turn caused changes in how she ate how she sleep uh, how she slept uh, you know how she saved money and uh, how she organized her life so take some t- uh, take some time to reflect and uh, Uh, realize the power of habits in your own life and uh, what are the good habits that are contributing to a healthy and uh, happy life for you what are the habits that are negatively impacting your health what are the habits that prevent you from making progress two habits can be ignored they can be changed and they can be replaced you know new habits can be installed and uh, you know here's where we talk about the habit loop uh, mechanism or mechanism uh, you know this process within our brain is a three-step loop you know first there is a cue and uh, you know that a trigger to tell your brain to go into automatic mode and which habits to use then there is a routine which can be physical or mental or emotional depending on the habits and finally there's a reward which helps your brain figure out if this particular loop is what remembering you know for the future so we have the uh, three-step loop the cue the routine and the reward. Over time, this loop, queue, uh, routine, and reward, queue, routine, reward, queue, routine, reward, becomes more and more automatic. You know, the cue and reward become intertwined until a powerful sense of anticipation and craving emerges. And, uh, you know, Looking through some examples of uh, the different components, the cue can be a time of the day, uh, a specific location, you know, other people's action, your physical or your emotional state, or repeating uh, external events. And uh, the routine is what we do, like um, lighting a cigarette or doing a specific workout or making uh, a particular decision and the reward is the benefit we get you know like reducing stress after smoking or not getting an accident uh, if we stop at a red light you know like that like that and uh, how to change your habits we have the ability to change a bad habit into a more positive one. And the golden rule for habit uh, change or of habit change is based on uh, two steps. For changing uh, habits, you must first identify the components of the habit loop, which are the queue, the routine and the reward. And then you change only one part in the loop. The easiest to change being the routine. Of course, uh, when the queue kicks in, uh, the only part you can affect uh, is the uh, routine uh, part of the loop you know for example you have a habit of getting a coffee late in the afternoon and you want to change this because you realize that it prevents you from sleeping well And uh, now let's see the different components. The queue is at uh, the end of afternoon, say, at the end of workday, 5 p.m., and you are feeling a a bit tired. And the routine is for you to propose to uh, some of your colleagues to meet up and have a coffee break or a beer break. And the reward is, uh, you know, it could be the physical coffee boost or beer boost, as it were, that you are looking for. Or you just need a break. Or it's the social aspect to meet and uh you know chat with colleagues, and in this case, if you find out that it is the social aspect that you are looking for rather than the coffee or the alcohol boost, you could just change the routine of having a coffee for having another drink like a glass of juice or you know a glass of water or something else you know that doesn't endanger your health, and you would still meet your colleagues and experience the same this will make the habits change quite natural you know as you are not fighting against something or getting frustrated and uh, talking about how to install a new habit so here let's imagine that you want to start a new habit like doing a daily uh, exercise each morning and uh, what you want to do here is you could uh, all you could do is uh, have a simple cue and uh, routine and create a craving for exercising every day. You know, have a simp- uh, simple cue. And uh, this could be <clears throat> a poster of your favorite sportsman training you see when waking up. Or have your sports clothes ready next to your bed from the previous night. That is, you've put your sports clothes, uh, you've arranged them beside you before bed uh, the night before. And uh, when you wake up, it is the first thing that you, you get to yeah you know, it could also be by playing a motivational or a motivating song uh you know to help you uh, put you in that uh, state of wanting to exercise have a routine set up uh, a time frame you know where you want to uh, do the exercise say 10 minutes of stretching and press ups or whatever works for you and then have a reward the reward could be the endorphin rush Or to have a treat or or one of your favorite drinks to reward yourself after the exercise. And so in that way, you've created uh, or installed a new habit. You designed the cue, a routine, and also created a reward. And that way, once you repeat it over and over and over, it becomes a grounded habit. And the tip here is to make the new routine easy to achieve when starting and then commit to a number of tries. You know, according to several studies, it takes 66 days, just like we saw in uh, Robin Sharma's 5am club. It takes 66 days for a new habit to become Automatic And uh, you have to keep it simple. You know, you could just start with 21 days. And uh, if effects are positive, you renew for another 21 days. And so, and so on, you know, till the habit is well anchored, it is well grounded. Uh, Yeah, and moving on, you know, not all habits are created equal. They are keystone habits. And we also talked about keystone habits when we were reviewing 5am club by Robin Sharma. You know, some habits once started have a ripple effect and produce much greater effects. They start like a chain reaction and, you know, they lead to many more changes over time. In the example of Lisa Allen, we can see how changing the habit of smoking and uh, replacing it with exercise impacted many other aspects of uh, Lisa's life. It changed the way she slept, the way she ate, and the way she saved money, and so on. And in the business world, Charles uh, Dewey gives another interesting story. Paul O'Neill was appointed CEO of Alcoa, an aluminum manufacturer, and unlike any other CEO before, he stated that the only metric he would look at would be safety. And, uh, you know, the company would become the safest company to work for. You know, working in an aluminum factory means the risk of being injured by accidents, And uh, it is much higher than working in an office. So changing the company culture puts the habit of safety first. And uh, it had a surprising effect on the company's Uh, results you know accidents diminished as it could have been expected but then productivity and profitability of the company increased dramatically and uh, you know it turned out that the process put in place to increase safety also led to better process in manufacturing thus increasing productivity you know and uh, another example from an article uh, i was reading the other day uh, is richard branson's morning routine richard branson uh, the ceo of uh virgin comp- uh virgin group of companies you know in a nutshell he explained that his habit of exercising every day early in the morning before working on his business was what made him productive you know once he exercised he felt good and energized and that set him for up you know for a more productive day so just take some time to think about an habit you could change or install in your life that would help improve your life in the way you want it to you know think of a keystone habit that you can inculcate that you can culture you know that will point to other areas of your life you know think of habits that would have a multiplier effect and could lead to other changes in your life this could uh, be to stop smoking or stop drinking beer or st- uh, and start jogging regularly to be more healthy, meditating for 10 minutes every day, to be more calm and relaxed. You know, have a meetup with a potential client or partner every week to expand your business network, you know, or join a debate club for better public uh, speaking skills. You know, which keystone habits to start depends on where you are at and uh, what what your goals are you know the goals that you want to achieve but if you don't really know where to start then start with willpower you know willpower is definitely one of the most important habits because it translates to all other areas in life and Dewey points out that willpower is the single most important keystone habit for individual success based on Many studies, you know, as people are strengthening their willpower muscles in one part of their lives, uh, say in the gym or a money management program, that strength spills over into what they earth and how hard they work or how smart they work in that sense and uh, once willpower becomes stronger it touches every other thing every other area of your life so how do you cultivate willpower first of us uh, first of all uh, you need to understand that uh, we have a limited supply of willpower each day and uh, using your willpower in one area of your life diminishes your reserve of willpower for other areas it's just like the cognitive bandwidth. And uh, that's why it's so hard to motivate uh, motivate yourself to go to the gym after a hard, uh, hard day's work. But willpower also functions like a muzzle. And like a muzzle, you can get uh, your willpower to become stronger, you know, to strengthen your willpower. And get a higher supply of it. When you learn to force yourself to go to the gym and start your homework, or start your homework, or eat a salad instead of a hamburger, part of what's happening is that you are changing how you think and how you operate, and strengthening your willpower. Let's look at some ways to strengthen your willpower. Start an activity that challenges you and allows you to practice delayed gratification. If you were to start uh, tennis as a beginner, for example, it would take it would take you quite some time to learn all the techniques to play well in a tennis match. Of course, you will get the small rewards after each training session, like a good endorphin rush, being happy learning a new technique, or learning a new thing about playing tennis, which is important also to motivate you to keep going, but the bigger reward of using all of the techniques fluidly in a tennis match will take some time. And before you get to that point, you need to go through the pain of mastering the individual technique through repetition and fight setbacks like not progressing as fast as you wish, and uh, hence you go on uh, despite difficulties and this will strengthen your willpower practice regularly is also another way of strengthening your 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 willpower you know going to the gym once every month will probably not bring you much progress you know but twice a week tries a week you know will definitely be a better frequency so if you are looking to strengthen your willpower you know find the minimum effective those that will allow you to make progress and don't overdo either you know don't over push yourself so you don't lose the motivation you know to do these things another uh, key way to uh, strengthening your willpower is to plan for moments of adversity where your willpower may be weakened you know inflection points are moments of stress and uncertainties where you can lose your self-discipline for example uh starbucks employees uh for starbucks employees is one of the uh, moments where this happens is when dealing with an, uh, an angry customer and in this situation, they follow a specific routine in which they have been trained to provide the best service to the customer even when the pressure is on. They have created the habit loop for self-discipline by planning ahead <coughs> on what the <coughs> they are going to do to get over the bump of dealing with an angry customer So create willpower habit loops for when your willpower may be weakened. That's uh, being uh, proactive, you know, like we learned from... Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And in conclusion, the power of habits is definitely... A very good read and you will find uh, useful advices that can be applied both on the personal and business side. You will also find many other interesting uh, stories in the book like how Aqualic Anonymous helped fight addictions using the habit mechanism, how a football coach turned one of the worst NFL themes into a winning theme with habits. You know, our company also installed habits in customers to sell more products and our organization like uh, Starbucks got willpower in their employees and uh, at the end of this review I'll leave you with this uh, very powerful quote uh, from Charles Dewey the difference between what you uh, between who you want to be and who you are is what you do and uh, it's all dependent on the habits you culture the habits you get rid of and uh, the habits you practice daily so we've come to the end of uh, this book review uh, Power of Habits by Charles Dewey, Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business. Like I said before, you have to pick up this book, you know, and uh, read and, you know, get the practical insights, the value share, the lessons, and start practicing on the way to increasing your productivity, improving your life results, and ultimately attracting and attaining true success. So that's it for this episode, guys. Cheers. See you on the next episode. Oh, oh,